Welcome to episode 26 of the Clean Simple Free podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Alexia Fox. With much of the U.S. and many other parts of the world being quarantined, locked down, or sheltering in place, I hope that each and every one of my listeners are staying safe and healthy. Hopefully the cabin fever isn't taking too much of a toll on everyone. I know I've been getting a little stir-crazy myself. That being said, I think this is the perfect time to release an episode that will help you utilize the food in your fridge and pantry so you can avoid the grocery store lines as much as possible, as well as cook more sustainably by wasting less food. So let's dive right in. Have you ever had something in your fridge or pantry go bad? How many times have you avoided eating the heel of a loaf of bread or bought far more celery than you could ever use up only to toss these spoiled food products in the bin? I am definitely guilty of doing this and it makes me feel guilty to waste perfectly good food just because I can't use it up in time. While I usually shop for two weeks of groceries, and I tend to buy frozen, canned, or dry goods when possible to prolong the shelf life, there's always that one forgotten piece of produce or tiny amounts of things that don't seem worth the trouble of saving. So recently, I've been checking out ideas online and inventing my own recipes to use up or preserve food before it rots in the garbage. Before moving forward, I have recently started a blog, which I'll soon launch into a full-fledged website, so I'll provide a link to this blog in the show notes, as well as on my Instagram at username clean.simple.free. And on that blog, I'll provide the recipes and the sources when applicable to every cooking hack that I name off in this episode. So don't worry about getting your pen and paper out now. I am simply trying to inspire you to think a little bit differently about the food that you have in your home now and get creative with it. Moving on, one of the first things I noticed was that bread was expiring far quicker than it was being used up. I have a gluten allergy, so my partner is the only one eating bread in this household. As it would draw closer to the expiration date, or the bread was starting to feel a bit stale, I was struck by an idea to make homemade croutons. I spent some time working as a barista in a little coffee shop slash cafe, and I remembered the croutons that we made in-house, and I decided to try out the recipe for myself. They smelled lovely, made the house smell amazing, looked wonderful, and according to my fiancé, they tasted great. This not only prevented the bread from going to waste, but they keep longer in a mason jar or storage container in the pantry, which extends the shelf life, and they can be used to dress up soups, salads, chili, and more. The way to make these croutons is surprisingly simple. Take either the ends or heels of bread, or bread that needs to be used up quickly, and cut them into one to two inch squares. You don't have to be very particular about it. Just cut them into squares. Get a bit of olive oil and whatever spices you like and toss the bread squares in a bowl 
until they're evenly coated with the oil mixture. You can also use dressings if you like to flavor them. I once used an Italian dressing to make salad croutons and they turned out quite well. Place the coated bread squares on a baking sheet lined with foil and cook them in the oven at 350 degrees for an hour, rotating the pan 30 minutes through the cooking time. Let them cool, store them, and you're done. Another flour-based product that I needed a solution for was tortillas. We had mistakenly purchased two packages of flour tortillas, and I noticed that the expiration date was coming up fast. I googled tortilla casserole recipe, and I found a plethora of recipes to make a Mexican-style casserole. A really easy and tasty solution was to layer the tortillas with cheese, black beans, canned corn, chicken, and diced chili tomatoes, or tomatoes with chili powder seasoning if you prefer. I tend to dislike those because they are high in sodium, but that's also a good cheap and quick fix. And just cook it in the oven. It makes for a filling meal, and it used up the tortillas that may have otherwise gone bad. In one of my sustainable living episodes, either episode 15 or 17, I honestly can't remember which because it was a two-part episode, I discussed how to make your own veggie scrap broth using the parts of vegetables you would usually discard, like onion skins, bell pepper stems, etc. I've gotten a lot of messages regarding how helpful this has been to my listeners, and I'm always so grateful to hear your feedback. I bring this up for two reasons. One, if you've been saving veggie scraps, you can make your own broth for stews and soups without running out to the shops. Just the other night, I started the broth in the morning and used vegetables that needed to be used up, kidney beans, and some leftover sausage to make a light but filling soup that paired well with the warmer spring weather. The second reason I bring this up again is to talk about making your own chicken stock or chicken broth, whatever you prefer to call it. The non-vegetarians who loved my veggie scrap broth will love this idea as well. A lot of grocery stores in the U.S. have rotisserie chickens for sale in the deli department. They make great meals as is, and once the drumsticks and chicken breasts have been eaten, they are so far from being garbage. There is so much meat that you can get off of a chicken carcass. It takes a knife and a lot of patience, but the first thing to do is to get every scrap of meat off of the chicken. Take care to watch out for bones, but once you're done stripping all the meat, you'll have enough to saute the chicken for tacos, use them in soups, or use the pieces in a chicken salad. After that, place all the skin, bones, and even the goopy looking bits into a large pot on the stove. Fill it with water and simmer for at least two hours. You can add spices if you like. Once it's done, Take the large pieces out of the pot using tongs or a slotted spoon and strain the rest before letting it cool completely and pouring it into a mason jar to be frozen. This chicken broth tastes so much better than the store-bought kind and it stretches your purchase of a $6 chicken so much further. 
The very first time I made this recipe, I just had a little bit left in the pot. I didn't have quite enough to fill up another 32 ounce mason jar, so I poured the remaining amount into a mug and just drank the chicken broth as is. It's that good, and you can thank me later. It's that time where we go to a break for a quick word from our sponsors, but when we return, more recipes to follow. And welcome back from the break. Produce is one of the first things to spoil in my fridge, so I'd like to talk about a few different solutions to use up and extend the life of these foods. Firstly, if you own a food dehydrator, research what you can actually dehydrate. Certain things will not apply to any of these solutions, like cucumbers or lettuce. The exception to leafy greens would be kale. You can make kale chips easily, by tossing them in olive oil and a bit of salt. Use less salt than you would expect because I've found that they always come out saltier than I anticipate. I don't have a sweet tooth. I enjoy salty foods. And personally, I find kale chips just as satisfying as potato chips because they come out crunchy and salty. So you're satisfying that craving, but you're also using up your greens and getting a dose of veggies while you're at it. Apple chips and banana chips take about 12 hours to make, so it's kind of an investment and I would start early in the day, but they're an equally satisfying snack. Sun-dried tomatoes are another thing that I love to make. They're great in salads or as is as a snack, and I happen to always have a surplus of celery. I often make a variation of Waldorf tuna salad, which uses diced apples, celery, and raisins with a bit of mayonnaise, salt, and pepper. But I tend to have a huge surplus of celery left over. And while it's nice to eat celery as is, dehydrated celery makes a great addition to soup or stew stocks or anything you can make in a crock pot. There is also an easy solution or the better solution if you don't own a food dehydrator, which is just chopping and freezing vegetables. This works wonderfully for onions. They keep really well in the freezer. Celery can also be frozen as well as bell peppers, broccoli, and many other veggies. You can always consult the internet if you're uncertain. The third solution I have to offer for using up produce quickly is something that I just call a veggie bake. It started with a recipe for potatoes au gratin, but I tweaked it and evolved it over the years as an excellent way to use up any vegetables you have on hand. I coin potatoes, meaning I slice them whole to where they're still in a circular shape, place them in a casserole dish which is pre-coated in olive oil, and layer them with zucchini or green beans and onions or whatever other veggies you have on hand. Take about a cup of milk and use some garlic powder, butter, and whatever spices you like. Once I even added a garlic butter sauce that I had purchased for a dinner party recipe and it turned out excellent. Layer all the vegetables, pour the milk and spice mixture over the veggies, and put the covered dish in the oven. This recipe does take a while to cook. You bake it at 400 degrees for an hour, then add some shredded cheese on top and cook uncovered for 30 more minutes. The potatoes make this a satisfying and filling meal. It's totally vegetarian, and you could make it vegan by substituting the dairy products used. 
but this veggie bake is something that I use frequently when I need to use up vegetables. As long as I have potatoes on hand, I can add everything else and it turns out super tasty every time. The last item I'll discuss in this episode is tortilla chips. You know how sometimes there are tortilla chip bits left in the bag that aren't quite large enough to dip in salsa? You can use those in several different recipes. If you just Google certain things that you're trying to use up, there will be so many solutions offered to you. But the best one that I found, and the only one I've tried thus far, is using them in an omelet of all things. It was kind of surprising to me, but a Mexican style omelet using black beans and salsa with eggs and cheese and folding in those tortilla chip bits that would otherwise be thrown in the trash makes for a really good Mexican style omelet. You can also use them the same way that you'd use croutons, top soups and chilies and stews with those to make it a little bit crunchier and add some texture. But yeah, that's a great way to use them instead of just throwing them into the bin. If the grocery stores in your city are anything like mine right now, I wish you all the best of luck in securing toilet paper, eggs, and everything else you need without resorting to stockpiling. (laughs) Hopefully these recipes will help, or at the very least get the wheels of inspiration turning as to how you can sustainably preserve your food for a longer amount of time. If you haven't yet left a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so appreciative if you took just a few moments to do so. When you rate and write a review for this podcast, it really helps with visibility so that more people can benefit from hearing these episodes on how to live sustainable, intentional, and minimal lives. Plus, it just makes me happy. You can also help to grow this podcast by following me on Instagram at clean.simple.free and my inbox is always open to you guys at clean.simple.free at gmail.com. I received an email last week with a wonderful question that I plan to base a future episode on. And if you want to be interviewed on the podcast, I have availability starting in July and I would love to speak with my listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be safe, be well, take care of yourselves and your family and your pets. And remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you again soon.